Are you guilty of doing something as evil as witchcraft? Worse than idol worship? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. At the end of every show, I always say the same thing. Live honestly, be blessed. I believe that's at the core of a faithful walk with Jesus. Unless we are willing to be truly honest with ourselves and with God, we will never know the depth and miraculous power of Christ. If we practice a surface level of faith, it will not have the ability to change the center of who we are. Just as we worship a God in heaven, we also face an enemy from below. And as Jesus desires to bring us salvation, redemption, and new life, so Satan desires to steal, kill, and destroy. And a common tactic our spiritual enemy uses against you and I is to steal us away from our true purpose of being united with Christ. And one of the most common ways he does this is through the lies we tell ourselves, the excuses we make for our sin and the efforts we make to disguise our prideful acts for what they truly are, our blatant disobedience. I know we're all guilty of this at one point or another. I certainly have been. And we try to make up for our disobedience with promises of great things we will do for God. But the reality is this, Jesus doesn't want to be held at a distance. He wants to be the ruler of our heart. And no act of ours will replace what Christ desires most from us, our obedience to his commands. It's not about what we can do. It's about what God desires to do within us. And the first step is to live honestly and follow Jesus, then most certainly we will be blessed from what Christ is doing in our lives and through our obedience. In the book of 1 Samuel, we see two very different approaches to God. One is a life of obedience. Samuel, who as a little boy heard the voice of God and chose to respond, speak, your servant is listening. And it was from that small seed of obedience that his faith grew. And the more he made obedience a way of life and chose to live honestly, the more he relied on God and the easier it became. What we practice is what we do. And that was true for Saul, who more often than not did what he wanted rather than what he was told. And the more he relied on himself, listened to his thoughts and feelings, the easier it became to ignore God, excuse his sin, and try to make up for it when he was called out, rather than truly change his heart. What we practice is what we do. Which one looks more like your life? What is your approach to God? In chapter 15, God uses Samuel's obedience to relay a message to Saul. The instruction from the Lord of Heaven's armies was this, completely destroy the nation of Amalek for opposing Israel when they came from Egypt. God's judgment was severe for those who would destroy his people, and his command was to destroy absolutely everything. This was meant to be a moment of redemption for Saul after he refused to wait on God and tried to excuse his disobedience. And God had blessed Saul with a massive army for the task. There were 200,000 soldiers from Israel and 10,000 men from Judah. We pick it up in verse 7. Then Saul slaughtered the Amalekites from Havilah all the way to Shur, east of Egypt. He captured Agog, the Amalite king, 
but completely destroyed everyone else. Saul and his men spared Agog's life and kept the best of the sheep and goats, the cattle, the fat calves, and the lambs, everything, in fact, that appealed to them. They destroyed only what was worthless or of poor quality. Partial obedience is disobedience. There's just no way around it. God's commands are meant to be carried out fully. Anything less is disobedience and offensive to the Lord. Point blank, it's a sin. It misses the mark and breaks the heart of God. And we see this as the story continues. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me and has refused to obey my command. Samuel was so deeply moved when he heard this that he cried out to the Lord all night. What breaks God's heart should deeply impact us. It should move us. We see this in Samuel. The closer we are to Jesus, the more sensitive we are to the will and commands of Christ. Obedience produces that within us. And in the same way, continual disobedience hardens our hearts. So much so, we don't realize how far away from God we are and how much we've embraced sin rather than Jesus. We see this reflected in Saul. Early the next morning, Samuel went to find Saul. Someone told him Saul went to the town of Carmel to set up a monument to himself. Then he went to Gilgal. When Samuel finally found him, Saul greeted him cheerfully. May the Lord bless you, he said. I have carried out the Lord's command. It's crazy, right? Who is Saul fooling? No one except for himself. He's embraced the lie of Satan so much that he actually believes it. While Samuel spent the evening seeking God, Saul spent it building a statue to celebrate himself. And even when the king sees the man of God, rather than fall on his face in shame, he sins further by lying. Our lives can look like either Samuel or Saul. Abraham Lincoln once said, You can fool part of the people some of the time. You can fool some of the people all of the time. But you cannot fool all the people all of the time. What you try to hide will eventually come to light. And guaranteed, you will fool God none of the time. Often, the sin we think we've carefully hidden is as obvious as it was in Saul's life. Samuel calls Saul out. Then what is all the bleeding of sheep and goats and the lowing of cattle I hear? Samuel demanded. It's true that the army spared the best of the sheep, goats, and cattle, Saul admitted. But they are going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God. We have destroyed everything else. Saul tried several times to justify his sin, but each time failed. He hadn't done what God said. He simply did what he wanted. But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices, or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice, and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft, and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. What Samuel says here is so crucial to understand as a Christian. What does Christ desire from us? Obedience, submission, 
This is what true worship looks like. This is what God delights in. Far more than the things we can do or big sacrifices of things, Jesus wants our heart, all of us. That is the gift worthy of the King of all. And in strong contrast is rebellion, disobedience, and stubbornness. The Bible says that's equal to witchcraft and worshiping false gods. Most Christians wouldn't have a shrine to an idol in their home and certainly wouldn't be acting like witches. But how many of us are guilty of those other sins? How many of us have rebelled against God's word or stubbornly refused to turn away from our sins? We have to know this is how seriously God sees and deals with sin. Now Saul finally admits to his sin, but he also reveals his heart and just how distanced he truly is from God. As Samuel turned to go, Saul tried to hold him back and tore the hem of his robe. Then Saul pleaded again, I know I have sinned, but please at least honor me before the elders of my people and before Israel by coming back with me so that I may worship the Lord, your God. It's no longer the Lord, my God, or the Lord. It's become the Lord, your God. Sin always has a cost. Someone will pay it. The debt will come due. And so it was for Saul. What does sin look like in your life? Are you trying to hide it or redefine it? Or have you fully submitted it and your life to Jesus? If you're hearing this, it's not too late. There's still time. We have a tremendous gift in Jesus Christ. He volunteered to pay the full cost of our sin. He gave his life as the perfect sacrifice. He lived a sinless life because he knew we couldn't. And when we call upon Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he wraps his perfection around us so that when God looks at us, he sees righteousness. My deepest prayer is that we would begin practicing obedience today, submitting our lives to Christ and living as God commanded, so that when the Lord speaks, we hear it and our lives reflect the one we worship. Take a moment for honest reflection. What does your life look like, really? I pray that for all of us, each day, it would look more and more like Jesus as we give Christ our hearts and our obedience. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Now is a great time to explore God's word for yourself by reading 1 Samuel chapter 15 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have free resources for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to seek God daily through prayer, the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.